Hello and welcome to a special Basin Reserve edition of the BYC. I'm Dylan Cleaver and to help me sum up day three and cast forward to day four, I have with me Dylan Cleaver. Yep, I'm on my own this evening, but I'm going to get around that small obstacle by posing some probing questions to myself. But first, a quick recap of where we're at. England batting first. 435 for 8 declared, New Zealand in reply, 209, and after being asked to follow on by Ben Stokes, a 202 for 3 in their second innings, Tom Latham scored 83, Devin Conway 61, and the not-out batsmen are Kane Williamson on 25 and Henry Nichols on 19. So the first question I'd like to ask myself, are New Zealand back in this test? And I think you have to say, in all reality, they are, but just clinging on by their fingernails. England are still obviously massive favourites, but there is a scenario where New Zealand can get the sort of lead that could make them antsy in the fourth innings chase. I mean, it's still highly unlikely, but it is possible. Where we are going into day four is a hell of a lot brighter than where we were going into day three if you're a Black Caps fan. Which leads me to the second question. Should Ben Stokes have actually enforced the follow-on? Now, modern orthodoxy would suggest you don't. Not many captains enforce the follow-on now. Uh, There's reasons for it, principally because your bowlers and your keeper get fatigued a lot quicker if you're going back-to-back innings. Uh, especially in England's case, they've got you know, um, ageing fast bowlers, brilliant fast bowlers, but definitely ageing. And only one other front-line seamer, Jack Leach, will be asked to bowl a lot of overs. Um, the Basin Reserve doesn't traditionally turn, but in this case it has. It's turned out of the indentations, so that's a little bit of a surprise. And again, perhaps a reason why Stokes shouldn't enforce the follow-on, because if they have got a kind of awkward 180 to 200 run chase um, beginning sort of late on the fourth day into the fifth day. You know, it could turn for Michael Bracewell, uh, clearly not a world class or possibly you could even argue not even a front line spinner. But there's enough, he's got enough skills to suggest that if it does get a little bit tense, he could have a role to play. A third question to myself is why did New Zealand look so much better in the second innings than they have done in this series? And some of the reasons I actually mentioned before, I I don't think it's ideal asking your bowlers to go back-to-back. The seamers didn't look as if they had quite the same zip as they did in that first innings, but nevertheless, I I don't want to take away from the efforts of Conway and uh, Tom Latham up the top, who... Better very well. Latham has looked superb in this test, um, going past 5,000 runs, just the seventh New Zealander to do that. Uh, he is a cricketer that confuses me often because I think he struggles against world class attacks and he's such a good player. I don't think he should, but he looked really solid. Um, getting to 83, I guess the only thing that will mortify him about this test is he is a very fine player of spin bowling. He went out in the first innings on 35, reverse sweeping. He went out uh, in the second innings when 100 was sitting there waiting for him 
to score it. Uh, he went out conventional sweeping, uh, missing Joe Root and you know possibly being slightly unlucky to be given out. Um, the impact was umpire's call, but nevertheless, he missed a straight ball. Um, Conway was a little bit of a mixture. He defended sketchily at times, but when he unfurls those cover drives or those kind of flicks through mid-wicket, he just looks class above. Uh, Will Young, unfortunately, his struggles at test level continue. Uh, I really hope for the sake, not just for his sake, but for the sake of New Zealand cricket, that they give him an extended run in the middle order this time. Uh, it was a dis- disappointing dismissal, though, to be um brutally honest it was a regulation ball from Jack Leach that did turn off the square but it didn't turn alarmingly and um, Young just missed it uh, for eight to I guess put together a pretty disappointing test double of two and eight uh, that brought Kane Williamson and Henry Nichols to the crease. Henry Nichols looks so much more comfortable at number five and he certainly looks so much more comfortable on this ground than he has elsewhere they I guess you would call it started batting for stumps quite early but they did it in a relatively serene manner there were the odd sort of half chances and, and balls that leapt at them that they struggled to keep down but I thought Kane Williamson uh, uh, it was a fairly low bar but he certainly looked better than he has um, during this series after his struggles under the lights in his hometown of Tauranga and his first innings here where he played for him a fairly airy fairy shot outside the off stump he's looked tight compact uh, 25 not out and just four runs short of overhauling Ross Taylor's record for the highest aggregate test scorer so that will be a moment to treasure should it come and if it does it'll come early on day four uh, Nichols again looking busy um, not as punchy as he did in the first innings but that was because of the circumstances and with stumps nearing both him and Williamson saw out the day's play so yeah look it is a positive for New Zealand after a series in which they have been thoroughly outclassed thoroughly outplayed uh, where everything England has done has tended to turn to gold and everything New Zealand has done has tended to come unstuck this was a fight back of sorts that first hour Tomorrow morning is going to be absolutely critical if Williamson and Nichols can see that off and get New Zealand into surplus. Then I think England start second guessing themselves a little bit, and which I'm sure they'll be doing already. Did we do the right thing in enforcing the follow on? How much is going to be a comfortable chase? How many, sorry, is going to be a comfortable chase? So, anyway, all to look forward to tomorrow. Thanks for joining me at the BYC, and we'll be here again, same time to wrap up day four. Thank you and good night.